network demands the fastest Samsung. What what the heck was that, Sean? What are you doing? Sean, what are you doing? Sean! I think it's safe Sean, to say. Sean! 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 What about I, the Putin call? I, I found it. Everybody <laughs> calm down. I found it. Okay. Hey, everything's fine. This is from Zuckerberg's testimony. Thought this was relatable. So I think it's safe to say, uh, very simply, that uh, Facebook is losing the trust uh, of an awful lot of uh, Americans uh, as a result of this uh, incident. And, and I think an example of this is something that I've been hearing a, a lot from folks that have been coming up to me and talking about... Uh, uh, really kind of an uh, experience they've had uh, where they're having a conversation uh, with friends, uh, not on the phone, just talking, uh, and then they see ads popping up fairly quickly uh, uh, on their Facebook. So I've heard constituents fear that Facebook is mining audio from uh, their mobile devices uh, for the purpose of, of ad targeting, which I think speaks to this lack of trust that we're seeing here. But uh, And I understand there's some technical issues and logistical issues for that to happen, but for the record, I think it's clear, seeing I hear it all the time, including from my own staff, uh, yes or no, does Facebook use audio attain, obtained from mobile devices to enrich personal information about its users? No. Good. Okay. The, uh, well, Senator, <laughs> let, let, me be, let me be clear on this. I mean, so you're, you're talking about this um, conspiracy theory that gets passed around that we listen to what's going on on your microphone yes. and use that for ads. Right. Because right. you are. We don't do that. <laughs> to be clear, we do allow people to take videos on their, on their devices and... Um, and share those, and of course, videos also have audio. So, um, so we do. While you're taking a video, um, record that and use that to make the service better by making sure that your videos have audio. But I, I mean, that I think is is pretty clear. No. But I just wanted to make sure I was okay. Exhaustive so, there. Um, so, two things of that. One, I don't know if that's actually happening or not. It sure seems like it is, but I don't know that it is or not. But I just like that the the great grilling of Zuckerberg is: Are you listening in on people then targeting them with advertisements? No. Okay, that's the investigation. Wow. Is that? I wish well, it always worked that way. Right? Did you kill her? No. Oh, all right. I'm sorry, Your Honor. I, th- <laughs> I, I, I called you all here. I think we all need to go home. Go about our lives. He, he said he said didn't, he didn't do it. Do so, it right yeah. guess that's it. Uh, never mind. <laughs> well, are these the investigation, or are these just efforts to get him to make statements on the record, which then they can? Man, there are. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, what are you? A perjury trap. Well, it's the he's not. He wasn't under oath. He wasn't. No. Um, uh, seems like a mistake. You know, a texture said earlier, and they're absolutely right. I don't. Texture said, I don't remember in my lifetime anything ever coming out of one of these hearings. <laughs> I think you might be right. <laughs> I think oh, you that's might a be cynical right. view. Oh, no, we had Raphael Palmero wagging his finger, talking about how he never did steroids. That was great. <laughs> yeah, entertainment comes yeah, out of oh, them. Yeah, entertainment, and but in terms of like investigating and uh, really holding somebody's feet to the fire or something, I'm not sure that ever happens. Um, as I've always cynically said, it's a chance for them to get on their local evening news back home. Yeah. If their question makes the news. Uh, now, back in the days of the House Committee on, on American Activities, then they got stuff done. Those were good times. But wouldn't you follow up with, <laughs> wouldn't you follow up when Zuckerberg says no, wouldn't you follow up with, can you verify that in any way? Or, or, or you know, I'd uh, what I'd say to him is, listen, Zuck. Try to catch him off guard, making it casual. Exactly. Exactly. This isn't a loosen up your tie grilling. This is this is just a conversation, Mark. <laughs> We're just a couple of guys talking, right? I would say, listen. So you collect absolutely everything that's in print, but no audio. How come? <laughs> you know, to be another good follow up question is, could you if you wanted to? Oh, that would be a good one. Because I think you could. Oh. 
And that I think the I think he'd have to answer yes, and then you'd have to say, so you could listen in conversations and have a computer that every time it hears a brand or whatever target those advertising advertisements, but you're not. So I have to believe you could do this. It would be worth gazillions of dollars, but you're not. Senator, bang, puff of smoke, he disappears. <laughs> the committee room is empty. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. But instead, he asks that question, long lead up. Zuckerberg says no, and he says, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's just kind of Glad funny. we cleared that up. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, I know. I know. I, you know, I'm just thinking about it. If you now, granted, if you're if you're messaging somebody, you are specifically using Facebook, as opposed to the always lurking microphone theory, which is what uh, uh, what do you call it? Amazon does with Alexa. That is an actually always lurking microphone that is on. And will respond. Now, tell me this, because I don't. I I unplug it now all the time. Really? Unless I want to use it as a speaker. Ours is plugged in only. My son has one. We don't really have one, and I I don't have any conversations. I need to keep off the record with my son. I don't think. Right. Um. Do you? Does it ever happen, folks who own these things, that you will say, "Honey, we need paper towel." And uh, and Alexa jumps in and says, "I can order that for you." No, we does I, that happen, or do you have to wake it up and say, "Alexa, order me paper towels"? I've never had it offer me anything. I don't know if we've got ours on a different setting or whatever. It's used only for playing music. Yeah, yeah. In, in theory, it's just it, the world's greatest disc jockey. It should only activate with your activation phrase, whatever you But it is it listening all the time. There's no doubt yes. about that. And then you got to get back to my premise of, so you are listening, you have the capability of listening, and right. I just have to trust you that you're not compiling all this information and saving it, even though it'd be worth billions of dollars to you. It kind of stretches my believability that yeah. people aren't using that tool that they have it. Well, and the moment, that, you know, it, it could be, I've heard people say that would be such a ginormous amount of data that even the, the incredible capabilities of Silicon Valley, they don't want that much data. God, I think I could write an algorithm that would, you know, if it heard brand names, for instance, would send advertisements. Right, right. Which would require the omnipresent on microphone. But the idea that, okay, it's too much data. But the very moment they come up with Jack's algorithm, you're telling me they're not going to write that into the 3,000 pages of uh, right. user uh, agreement or one of the links you're supposed to click on? Which Please, it'd take you weeks. It'd be like you could get a Ph.D. in the time it would take to read and comprehend all of Facebook or Google's you know, how user agreements. How interesting is this? We, we, don't, we have a dumb TV. We don't have a smart TV. Oh, my TV is <laughs> it's a genius. It's amazing. But everybody's headed that direction, right? Yeah. Well, I'll just use my current situation. So my current situation, when I'm reading Harry Potter to my son and then my wife walks in, we have three listening devices in the room at once. Wow. My wife and I's phones and the Alexa. <sighs> and if you have a smart TV and you're doing it in the living room, you got four going at that time. Four listening devices you voluntarily put in your house. And watching <laughs> devices. Who, who would do that? And watching. All of us. That's who would do that. What the hell? Oh, yeah, that's my, my computer's That's singer. my question. I want an answer. If the, what the hell? If the laptop's open, I might have five listening devices going Whoa. at one time. No. And then the government's ability or whoever's ability to get into that, I know I sound like a paranoid weirdo, but that wasn't a possibility very long, not very recently. It would have been almost impossible 
for somebody to plant a bug. I was listening to some old Watergate stuff yesterday because I was trying to figure out what's the difference between Trump obstruction obstruction of justice firing special counsel mm-hmm. and what Nixon did. So I was going through a bunch of old Watergate stuff. If but he anyway, did it, yeah. And the um, and the the main thing the break in was they they put they put bugs in the office of the. Of the DNC. It was a black bag operation. G. Gordon Libby in charge. It wasn't very long ago. It was very difficult to put a listening device, very sophisticated, into somebody's home. Now right. we all have them, multiples. Well, and I realize this is tired analysis, but uh, Orwell presented Big Brother as a nightmare. A nightmare of oppression. And now we've done it to ourselves. And amusing ourselves to death. Right, right. Which is why, you know, a lot of people think Huxley was as right or writer than Orwell that we would amuse ourselves to death and and be kept in line through through pleasure mostly that we'd be too into pleasure to really resist oppression we'd be bought more than compelled although there's certainly some nice compelling in a, uh-huh. a brave new world but brave new world I should anywho say. it's about time for me to reread that i try to read it once a year keeps me kind of uh, agitated this is my normal state is that what you want uh, yeah, and when I get too agitated, I go to my local axe-throwing lane and drink beer and chuck axes. This uh, business in Salt Lake City, well, it's in Ogden and Salt Lake City as well. Um, It's an axe-chucking place where you drink beer and go with your friends, and it's just like a bowling alley, according to the uh, the owner. Except for much larger chance of decapitation. Sounds like a shooting range that you use axes instead of guns. Kind of, sort of, but it's really entertaining how it works and, and what some of the city council people said about it. Mm. We'll chat about that Is in a moment Is anybody bothered by this? I mean, it's amusing. Uh, Was anybody worried about it? It sounded a little insane to me at first. Then don't go would be my answer. But the more I learn about it, the more I think it seems perfectly reasonable. Don't stand down at the target end of it with a bunch of drunk guys with axes in their hands. That would end If you're squeamish, don't go on William Tell Night. (laughs) Hilarious. Do they give out axe deodorant? Hey now, axe body spray for everyone. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Somebody said their Alexa actually did order five pounds of candy corn because we said so the other day. They yes. they, they have the confirmation thing. They don't allow their Alexa to order without confirmation, but it yeah. was in their cart. They checked their cart at the oh, end of the day. I was and gonna say. In their cart was five pounds of candy corn. I would be happy to uh, uh, you know uh, reimburse you for that. All because we on the radio said, hey, Alexa, buy five pounds of candy corn. And then somebody else did. Wow. Yep. That's all that happened is we said, Alexa, buy five pounds of candy corn. That's all that it took. Yeah, we need to be more careful about what we say on the radio. We can't just willy-nilly say <laughs> things like, Alexa, buy five pounds of candy corn. <laughs> well, we've sweet. all learned something here. <laughs> Have we? Yeah. Um, hmm. 
So uh, did we decide against the John Boehner joke? The very setup made me laugh. It's a minute long. Oh, no, forget There's it. no way it's funny for a minute, is it? No, it's funny for like 40 seconds. I could cut it off after the that part, though. Well, maybe next time, though. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking about uh, this uh, axe chucking uh, place that opened in a couple of different places in Utah, Salt Lake City, and Ogden. Um, Social Axe, it's called. And I was thinking about, you know, if I was going to open one, I like Axe of Desperation. Um, if I was going to combine an axe throwing uh, place with a strip club, I'd call it Indecent Axe. Axe. Indecent Axe spelled A-X. Right. Or A-X-E. A-X-E, yeah. Uh, Christian-themed Axe of the Apostles. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then I came up with, with a really funny one that was kind of Ebonics-related. But I thought that might uh, get us pulled into a meeting. <laughs> like, I ask you not to do that? That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so I passed. Passed on that. Hmm. So anyway, uh, so, so blah, 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 blah. It's a popular trend across the country. Hurling an axe. Oh, I, almost, I almost described what an axe is. If you don't know what an axe is, forget it. <laughs> you've got so many hipsters wearing lumberjack gear already. It just seems like a natural consequence. If you've ever, <laughs> if you've ever been to a city council meeting, you can probably picture uh, the people saying these things. But one one commissioner said, "I'm having a hard time getting my mind around alcohol and axes together." Uh, anybody who'd say that, I hate you. I hate you. Then don't go. Another don't commissioner. Don't go to a bar who's advertising axe night if you're troubled by that. That guy actually voted in favor of issuing the permit. Uh, the lone dissenter in the six to one uh, yay vote said uh, mixing alka axes and alcohol seems uh, counterintuitive. You know how many dart games I've witnessed in my life? It'd be thousands and thousands. I've seen one guy take a dart. <laughs> in the eye. In, well, both eyes. In thousands and thousands <laughs> over the course of, of hours yes. of dart games that I've played. One guy who very hammered. Took one in the kind of the side of the back. Oh, oh that's fleshy back there. He'll be fine. He's kind of stumbling. We're we'd been playing darts for quite some time. He's kind of stumbling. He just uh, pulled it out. You know, people, back to his darting. people talk about a punctured kidney as if it's like a disaster. <laughs> so this guy's name is uh, Mark Floyd, who runs um, runs this place, and uh, the Utah Alcoholic Beverage Control Commission had lots of questions for him, including how he would over. Uh, I'm sorry, how he would monitor overconsumption. How he would guard against underage drinking, and how he would store the axes. All right, because I'm going to have them in a pile in the parking lot. You effing pains. Oh, and because if somebody has, if you don't have them, you know, tucked away and locked up and double secret probation codes and everything like that, because somebody's going to grab an axe and just start wailing on people. Oh yeah, yeah. He described his business as almost identical to a bowling alley. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of release that happens with it. Um, uh, yeah, you know, you know. If you got an axe and I got a bowling ball, it's practically an even fight. I mean, if you want to use them as a weapon, (laughs) and and how worried are you about taking people taking bowling balls and bludgeoning people to death? A chain link choreographing my next fight scene for this movie I'm working on. (laughs) Wow, a chain link fence separates each throwing lane, and only one axe is used per lane. Axes are thrown at a wooden target. Coaches provide a safety briefing, oversee throwing games, and keep score. Participants could expect to throw 90 to 120 times into Ooh. one to two hour session. Man, my arms would be hanging down. <laughs> it would be jiggling and exhausted like I'd been powerlifting. Can I bring my own axe? Can I bring like a Game of Thrones, just gigantic battle axe? Kind of already got my taunts. 
Hey, Davy Crockett, does your husband throw axes? Wow. Nice. <laughs> well crafted. I was just going to say, I'd be really careful about taunting my opponents <laughs> if again, I won a game. But again, seriously, a bowling ball is a hell of a weapon, too. Sure, of course it is. But nobody drinking beer takes bowling balls and starts beating people with them. Right. Right. So what's the difference? Happens Nothing. once in a while. It's just dumb. It's dumb paranoia. Wow. So, Sean, in this scenario, your hero, who is, uh, what is he? Is he down to earth like buddy cop? Is he a spy or what? Oh, no, he's 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 an anti-hero bit. He's got his own problems and demons or whatever, but he's certainly the main oh, guy in the story. Oh, is it a darker take on the superhero well, genre? It's, it's, it's not a superhero per se, but he, he plays by his own rules, right? He, I see. You can't, tell, you can't put him in a box. So he's, <laughs> uh, he's not in a box. He's in a bowling alley. He's bowling when some sort of a, a lunatic comes after him with an axe. Yes. And he fends off said lunatic with the bowling ball. With an array of bowling ball maneuvers, and, uh, and maybe a, a pin might get in the way. I'm envisioning somebody gets thrown down the lane. Wow. Got a bowling pin, hell of a weapon, too. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Heavier than they look. We have one in the office. Anyway. Why do we have a bowling pin in the office? Discipline. It was it was a... It Keep was people a, in line. It was a prank. Uh, it had to do with a prank I was going to do. I gotcha. That I didn't, but I kept the bowling pin. <laughs> uh, I got a new suggestion for transition music. Um, that maybe we can uh, t- I'll take a listen to coming up at a quarter till. Oh, fantastic! I think it'll work. Something to look work. forward. Well, you've to. heard it, but uh, I think I think we use it okay. for this particular uh, measure. Okay. Uh, what do you got coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Trump buying moves on Syria. Oh, we're two minutes away. I'm sorry. Well, I'll let me know anyway. All right, Trump buying moves on Syria. We do have the latest coming up. He just talked to some reporters, so we'll uh, okay. Good. Get a look there. The move to divide California into three states much closer to reality. <laughs> no, it's not. And the multi <laughs> and, and the fact that it was zero chance. Now it's like zero point one chance. Like <laughs> right. Like if I wrote out a carefully. Constructed plan yes. to visit a unicorn farm. <laughs> Does that mean I'm closer to getting a unicorn? The unicorns are galloping toward you, my friend. <laughs> and I want this guy to succeed. I'm yes. on his side. There right. you go. And the multi-generational Kardashian drama rolling right along. We got an update on that one, too. Tell us about up. the nipples again, Uncle Marshall. The, so uh, the what? Which Kardashian? Oh, that was uh, the the Jenner. One Kendall, of the I'm Jenner's. sorry, the yeah. Jenners. Well, She's whatever. the one that did the famous Pepsi commercial, correct? She's got a line yes. of like nipple enhancements coming. She did that no. great. <laughs> she has inspired yes. others to want to oh. have alert uh, nipples. Wow, that's yes. it's really cool that she's inspiring others. <laughs> and is she, is she the one that was in that Pepsi commercial that it was around for like one day before people mocked it out of a? I believe so, but I I have I trouble separating her. Kendall yeah. and Kylie. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I okay. don't it know. It all kind of blurs with a crowbar. Oh, that's a different joke. <laughs> Sorry. A distinction without a difference. It's the first time I've ever understood that sentence. Okay. No. <laughs> um, oh boy. Yeah, so Trump's tweet yesterday had the world uh, shaken, and then right. his tweets today has just the world going, I don't know what Stirred. we're up to. Yeah. Well, and remember, we talked about this earlier. Robert Mueller and his guys now want to know about the Billy Bush tape for some reason. What the hell is going on? Well, I have a quibble with that. I'll stand up for Robert Mueller. Will you? Yeah. Will you? Yeah. Or will you? <laughs> so that's all coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
So I want to put out there an option for some new transition music. That's when we transition from super serious to uh, wacky or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be too jarring without. Throw it out to the show. We'll do that in a little bit. But first, let's get the news with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump says he will be deciding on a course of action on Syria very soon. During a White House photo op today, the president saying... We're, we're having a meeting today on Syria. We're having a number of meetings today. We'll see what happens. We're uh, obviously looking at that very closely. And Trump lamented the world puts the U.S. in positions such as having to deal with Syria. This morning, the president was tweeting, never said when an attack on Syria would take place, could be very soon or not so soon at all. Which was clearly a reply to something somebody said on cable news. Mm-hmm. The uh, He's tw- telegraphing it. He criticized Obama for telegraphing it, so he tweets, I'm not telegraphing it. In any event, the United States under my administration, Trump tweeted, has done a great job of ridding the region of ISIS. Where is our thank you, America? Where is it? Meanwhile, From whom? Uh, humanity? The UN? I don't, know. I don't know what Bashar that is. Bashar al-Assad? <laughs> Meanwhile, the chemical weapons watchdog uh, group is uh, saying its fact-finding mission is now on the way to Syria, supposed to be there on Saturday. Now I'm hearing rumblings. If there is some sort of action, it will be happening over the weekend, perhaps on Sunday. So did did Trump? Did somebody tell Trump, yep. "Look, we can't do this," and because there are enough people out there, including on Fox, right. questioning whether or not this chemical attack actually happened. So we got to come back with some verification before we attack. Do you think that happened? Well, look, I'm not. A, yes, it's entirely possible. I don't know, but it may have. But so a couple of weeks after the fact, we're going to send in under the watchful eye of Assad and the Russians some fact finders who are going to find some sort of pristine crime scene, be able to and collect the, what they need. And the crowd that doesn't believe it is going to then believe it, right? Because of the evidence they come up with. Yeah, yeah, I, I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're if you're into the whole conspiracy thing, these yeah. people are in on the conspiracy, right? Right, yeah, which is why it's impossible to reason with those people. California has agreed to assign National Guard members to the border, but Governor Brown tells the Trump administration the Guard members will not take part in any efforts to detain those crossing the border illegally. They Everybody going, knows yeah, that, they Jerry. They're, they're not allowed to. Hypocrite. They're not allowed to by law. Don't act like you made some special exception for California. That's what was said from the, the outset all across the country. And, and that's been true each time the Guard has been sent to the right. border through successive administrations of both parties, you old coot. Brown... <laughs> <laughs> Brown says the troops will only be authorized to combat transnational crime, drug and human trafficking. All right. We know. President Trump responded, though, in a tweet this morning saying, California Governor Jerry Brown's doing the right thing and sending the National Guard to the border. Thank you, Jerry. Good move for the safety of our country, exclamation point. There you go. He's bringing people together. A few more Orange County cities have joined in the... Uh we won't be part of your sanctuary state thing. Yeah. Way to represent. It's getting more and more complicated, as you said. <laughs> what if you end up with a housing development that says, we do want to be part. But then a block that says, our neighborhood watch says, right. we don't want <laughs> to be part of the anti-sanctuary state movement. And then you got a family on that block who says, uh, you, we're in. <laughs> <laughs> But and then each mom and dad disagree. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> well, all I know is this side of the house is going to be a sanctuary side of the house. <laughs> and at each level, they, like California did, they pass laws that punish non-compliance with their particular right. point of view. 
Great. An initiative to divide California into three states could be on the November ballot. Venture capitalist Tim Draper, the author of Cal 3, says it's received enough signatures to qualify. They're submitting it to election officials. Excellent. I'm in. I'm for it. The initiative proposes... Where are they drawing the lines? First state would be Los Angeles County up to Monterey and San Benito counties. The second state would include Orange, San Bernardino, and San Diego counties, the Inland Empire, and Central California. And the third state would be the remaining 40 counties in Northern California. Those okay, so would be the three states. So you have like coastal Fornia, yeah, except the northern chunk, yeah, right, yeah. Then you got Inland Empire and Central Valley, of uh, pretty damn conservative mm-hmm. and agriculture based, et cetera, right, et cetera. Right. Then you got essentially the state of Jefferson minus our, our you know friend counties in Oregon. Right. You'd have a lot of uh, the far northern California that'd be perfectly fine with that, and I think the Southern California would be people would be too. The uh, the coastal people or the Inland Empire. I think a lot of those people would be fine with that. They don't like. They don't understand each other's lives or like them or whatever. Right. I think it makes perfect Good, sense. We don't want you. That's fine. We don't want you either. Yeah. I think would be the response. Well, and let's put aside the hatred for a moment, Jack. Uh, we've had really learned, smart, wise people of all sorts of political stripes tell us the same thing. California is ungovernable as a state. It's too big. It's too populous. It's too diverse. You wouldn't on purpose, if you were creating the United States from scratch, decide you're going to have one state that's got one-eighth of the population and economy bigger than almost every country on Earth. Right. You just wouldn't do that. Right. Yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers fans are not at all happy with their center, Tristan Thompson, for cheating on his pregnant girlfriend, Khloe Kardashian. I saw that there are pictures of him with uh, some stripper hoe. So fans. That's what causes she's an Instagram model. She's yes. a bartender at a strip club right. and bottle service waitress. She is not actually a stripper from the silly article. Or a stripper hoe, <laughs> as Jack so <laughs> unfairly You know, that was unfair. Yeah. Of me. Wow. Misogyny yeah. rears its ugly head. Fans at Quicken Loans Arena booed Thompson Wednesday. Really? Whenever he appeared you on the screen. You booed an NBA player. Yes. You booed an NBA player because they cheated on their wife. Yes. I saw well, his wife, his girlfriend. His pregnant girlfriend. Yes. Yeah, I saw one sign in the stand. We love Chloe. <laughs> Yes. Wow. If we're going to start booing our athletes because they cheat on their wives and girlfriends, it's really going to get tiring. No, you should boo Tristan Thompson, but it's not because of that. It's because he's he's not very good. Oh. Wow. TMZ reporting Thompson also arranged to keep his name from even being announced over the PA so they wouldn't boo when wow. his name was said. Wow. Hey, listen, guys. Uh, my name is kind of crap at this point, so yeah. let's leave it out. Hey, oh, speaking of which, I you know what? I, I've been enlightened. Turns out young Patrick Reed, Captain America, the hero of the Ryder Cup team, who won the Masters tournament, right, yes. turns out pretty much everybody thinks he's a dick. Oh, really? He's estranged from his family. He's, he's The players don't like him. He's a bad tipper. I, I have it on good authority. I heard that his own mom and dad don't speak to him. Well, but they, they want to, but he he's had them banned from Augusta National. And they live in Augusta, Georgia. Why? They're estranged. I don't know. I haven't read the whole article, okay. but... Yeah, the Chloe fans are upset after the video surfaced of him kissing one woman while being groped by another. No, no. And, of course, you Really? An NBA player? Yes. I don't think about that when I think NBA players. And there's another video of him supposedly hooking up with that Instagram model that Sean was talking about. 
So, so he's pretty much just tomcatting around at will. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't many of the biggest stars in NBA history have like a dozen kids from a dozen women? Isn't that just the, kind of the NBA thing? number of them do. But I'm a Kardashian. That's true. Hey, hey. That makes You're the worst one. <laughs> You're the worst Kardashian. <laughs> That's your news. Wow. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. It was like during the campaign when I'd rank the Trumps every day. Right. <laughs> yeah. In order of... Favorite to least favorite Trump. I wonder if the Kardashians notice that when they start dating professional athletes, their performance just falls off a planet. Like they, The they, athletes? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost universal. James Harden's right. going to be like a finalist, probably the MVP this year. He went from, there were two seasons where he was not an MVP candidate, and those were the two seasons he was dating Khloe Kardashian. Wow. Lamar Odom went from NBA champion, multiple-time All-Star, dated Khloe Kardashian, broke up. Almost died in a brothel on an overdose. <laughs> right. they, they are a coven of succubi that leech off of talented men and somehow just bring all the attention onto them. I don't know how they do it. It's impressive, but that's what they're doing. I think they do it with their privates. Is this is this breaking news? Khloe Kardashian has given birth to her first kid. TMZ has learned. So there you go. What has become of this show? I don't. I don't know. I couldn't have picked her out of a lineup to tell you the truth, but that's they fine. have the weight of the baby. Yeah, do, do we have a weight on the baby? It's very and important. Length. <laughs> so, possible new transition music that I want to debut, but more important than that, talked about this a little bit earlier. One of the, they say, most important psychiatric discoveries in the last 15 years. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. One of the most important discoveries in the last 15 years of neuroscience, they say. Oh, yeah, and were you going to stand up for Mueller at some point? Oh, yeah. The Billy Bush thing? Did that come up? Did did he get to that in the news? Did Uh, I space that out? I I brought it up. I thought he was going to do that in the news. Anyway. Um, yeah, because I don't think Mueller has gone far afield. I think the exact opposite has happened. He he came across this stuff that he doesn't want to focus on, and he handed it off to these New York people. All right. I think it shows that he is not going far afield. Yeah, well, hmm, the investigation and its tentacles have gone far afield. Though. No doubt about that. But you're right about Mueller. And there's no reason to think that Mueller's not... Um, as into the Russian investigation and maybe even has stuff. I mean, we don't know that. Um, well, it, and let's remember, he's investigating Russia messing with us, which is absolutely valid. Yeah, but the, all that's continuing to go on. The, the, the idea that it started as Russia and now it's this, well, in the media as we're following, but I don't think Robert Mueller's changed his MO at all. No. On the other hand, if Cohen paying somebody off to not release the Billy Bush thing? I don't care. Yeah, I don't either. We'll we'll see if America cares, I guess. Yeah. Um so one idea for transition music and the only reason I brought I brought the I bring this up is uh I played it for my wife and family and we can't stop singing it around the house. You heard it the other day. Oh. Here it is. Jones barbecue and foot massage. My favorite song. My kids sing it at night, and they do the dance. There's a dance to the video. It's a very simple two-step. Anybody can do it. 
Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage, which it's not actually a business, but it is actually a song. So anyway, I think it's already cleared my head. I don't even know what we were talking about. Make it tight off! Tight enough! I can't stand it! So, <laughs> what about the psychology thing? I interrupted you so rudely. So, I brought this up earlier. It's um, There's quite the battle going on in the various uh, magazines about neuroscience and psychology and everything like that. For, I guess, for practically ever, people have thought the pleasure we get from art is of a higher level than other pleasure. Hmm. Well, so, for instance, the pleasure I would get from visiting the Sistine Chapel is, is some say it's different from the pleasure I get from listening to this. Well, it turns out there's been this strong pushback saying that there is no evidence that that is true and plenty of evidence going the other direction that pleasure is pleasure. It originates in the same place. It has the same feeling. It is it is of the same component. Whether you're, It says here, whether you're um, looking at a sculpture or enjoying Cheez-Its, it's the same thing. <sighs> or delighting about a barbecue and foot massage joint. Exactly. Now, why this is the most important discovery in the, in the last 15 years, I thought they would explain that to me. They must be assuming I get that. But I wonder if it has something to do with drugs and addiction or mm, or, or, or manipulating us or buying tendencies or something i don't know i don't know why this is so important but for some reason they say it's very important to to realize that well eating french fries or listening to your favorite song is the same sort of thing well and remember the role endorphins play in uh, depression and that sort of thing um motivation i don't know yeah. i don't know i don't know how it's going to play mm. out but it's it's really upsetting the the artsy fartsy crowd, of course, because you would like to believe that there's something great and profound going on. Sure, it's a higher level, as opposed to eating Cheez-Its. Oh boy, <laughs> Cheez-Its is the cracker, like the little tiny crackers. Because I thought Cheetos initially, when you said Cheez-Its, aren't Cheez-Its like little crackers? Yeah, little tiny squares. Yeah, yeah. I've I've looked at a lot of art and enjoyed it, but not more than I enjoy my wife's apple pie. Even though I, I would claim that one is more important than the other, I don't, I don't know that. That's because you're a lowbrow. <laughs> now me, I enjoy barbecue and foot massage. <laughs> Fantastic. Here's, here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Oh, boy. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, Marshall Phillips, what is your final thought? Well, as you know, what gives me pleasure, knocking out push-ups. Did two of them in a row again yesterday before the endorphins overpowered me. Congratulations. Yes, two. Yes. Wow. 20% 20% of the way to 10 after two years of working on it? Well, yeah. we had setbacks. <laughs> we had to pause. You know, there was the Armstrong Getty sports-related uh, right. injury. You injured yes. yourself trying to do push-ups. Right. That's part of why it's taking two years to yes. get to two push-ups. Yeah. Michelangelo, final thought. Yeah, Marshall's story today about TV dinners having bones in them. Uh, may, you know, I may have to change my dinner to Hot Pockets tonight as a birthday dinner. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, happy birthday, Michael. Yeah, happy yeah, birthday. yeah indeed. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations on the dignity. Many yeah. happy returns. Uh, positive Sean, final thought? Yes, Reddit has found and will purge 944 accounts with suspected links to the Internet Research Agency, a Russian troll farm. Hmm. So there was almost 1,000 accounts directly linked to this Russian troll agent that were probably just going on there trying to delve various conversations into, right. oh, you're Hitler, or yeah, whatever exactly. they do. Wow. How much of that crap we've seen online 
over the last however many years has been the Russians. Yeah, I wonder how much has come our way. Jack, your final thought? TV dinners. I also have that on my mind as we were talking about it earlier. I can't remember the last time I had a TV dinner. I loved them as a kid. I'm going to get them. I'm going to introduce them to my children tonight. I have no idea if they'll recoil in horror or find it kind of fun with the little compartments and everything like that. I don't know. We'll see. Do they still make them like that? With I, the I don't know. I'll bet they do. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. Yeah, they do. I'm going fried chicken. I will force my children to eat Salisbury steak. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> my final uh, thought is uh, every time I hear about troll farms, I get sad because, you know, after the trolls leave the troll farm, it's right to the troll slaughterhouse. Ooh, wow. <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, that's rough. Yeah. That's gruesome. Where do you think troll meat comes from, fool? Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people, thanks so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have links to the books and the authors and the articles and the stuff, and you can email us. There's something we ought to be talking about, and you see it, send it along. Y'all agree to that. That's mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We will see tomorrow. God bless America. This is a... historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye bye. Wait, the FBI just raided Michael Cohen's office? Not it! Not it! Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.